Hello, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 201 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is new add-ons for a new year. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. This is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up here in episode number 201 of HearthCast, we're going to find out what an auction house resource push is. We're going to learn what uh, Rep and Urine have to do with each other. Blizzard has confirmed some Trojans out in the wild that you need to know about. And then we can play a round of AoE with none other than Synergy from Vote to Kick. So, hey, Freck! Hey, Ruth! How you doing? Good. What is new with you? I haven't done a whole lot interesting in the game lately. Um, just been doing the Timeless Isle stuff while it's still been the Dark Moon Fair and got the Wee Buff. And <laughs> Guess where I haven't gone? <laughs> still? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I've got some mental block in that now. I you just, might. I know it's going bad on. memories. Is it the music? No, because I like that. I really like that. You do? Yeah, I mean, you I like love how... creepy minor key music? Yeah, I love Halloween Horror Nights oh. and the whole... Yeah, that whole genre. I really like it, but I, I just... I don't know. Just forget. Out of sight, out of mind? I think right now, it's like you got to go back to the capital city to then go to this other... It's like... Not necess- no, all the, all the cities have ports... They have a little guy there, and they're like, do you want me to port you? And you're like, okay. Mm. I tell you, it's easiest to go to Thunderbluff if you're Horde, because you don't have to take a port. You just fly off the little plateau and down to it. Yeah, but you got to get to Thunderbluff. Yeah, but there's a port to Thunderbluff in the shrine. Yeah. If you set your hearthstone in the shrine on the second floor next to the portals, then you're just, you know, step away from anywhere, really. Yeah. But you obviously have some unresolved issue with Dark Moon Fair, <laughs> and we will probably have to get into that really good in another episode, but we'll just blame it on forgetfulness for now. I'm old. Okay, you can blame it on that. So I ran LFR with my mage, Siege of Okamar LFR, so I did successfully skip all the other LFRs. Yeah, you did. Mogushan Vault, it's hard to figure out all that. Um, I well, I ran Throne of Thunder once, but didn't get any gear out of it. I don't think that counts. I <laughs> did get the Pygmy Direhorn, even though I'd already like given up hope of ever getting it and bought it. So then it had two. Oh, yeah. Um, but I sold it, so it's all good. Got made some good gold off of that, and I got back into flex a little bit on my hunter for the first time in a long while. And you know what my problem is is like I realize like my ideal threshold for doing flex LFR is two bosses. That's your, that's your limit. I guess so. Before I'm bored. You're, oh, because I did this with LFR on my mage. Like both times, I get into a half finished raid, and I was thinking about okay, let me just queue up again and do the first two that I that I missed. And both times I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm bored. 
And then I came in the end of flex and I, I, I was showed up late. So I came in the last two and then I was going to go on the next one. But somehow in like the 10 minute wait that we were doing in between wings, yeah, I'm yeah. like, nah, I really don't do this right now. So <laughs> I have the answer to your issue. What's that? Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. How's that answer to my issue? Because then you can't be bored because you have a pizza. Unless you eat it, then well, you don't have pizza anymore. You eat it while you are playing because it's LFR, so you're just pretty much hitting like what one, two keys, right? Yeah, but then those two keys will be greasy. That's why it's pizza. Because eat pizza with one hand. Not if you go to Papa John's and you got this stuff to <laughs> dip it in. No, 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 no. So that you, no. No, you're overcomplicating it. Just I'm not. Simple... That's the only way to eat pizzas: Papa John's <laughs> with the butter sauce, garlic butter sauce. That it cannot be replicated at home, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> where where my sister lives in Colorado, they have a uh, like a green wheat green crust pizza. Yeah, and instead of having like the garlic sauce, they actually dip the well, I call them pizza bones, but you dip the end of it, the bread of it, in um in honey. Oh, that'd be yummy. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, the only thing that I could eat that I could that could do your purpose is like spinach. What? Yeah. Raw spinach or cooked spinach? Raw spinach. Raw spinach? Yeah. Why would you eat raw spinach? Uh, healthy. No. I don't like the taste of cooked spinach. It's weird to me. Okay, well, that's beside the point. I don't... But while you're playing WoW? Yeah, because that only takes one hand. Popcorn takes one hand. Yeah, but then your fingers are all messy. Nutter butter cookies. <sighs> You're not helping my New Year's resolutions. Here, oh, I'm sorry. Okay? Go, have, go have your spinach. I have then. my raw spinach with my um, vinaigrette dressing, and I feel good about myself afterwards. <laughs> okay. And I have to like. It takes me ten minutes because I'm like. <sighs> well, there you go. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. Have that when you are are LFRing. Okay. Because then you go. I can either finish my spinach salad with my vinaigrette, <laughs> or just chill out here a little bit and play some while. But I'm waiting for LFR, but I have a salad. LFR did not looking too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. See? Yeah. Yeah, so have you been? What you been up to? Man, I've been up to a little this and a little that, you know. All right. I sold a pet that I got on Pilgrim. I was running one of the dungeons that you run in when you're like 60s. Okay. It's like really long. It's got one of the Outland dungeons? Upper, downer, lefter. Spire, I don't know. Oh, gotcha. It's got pets in it. Yes, and it the, does. Yeah, and one of them dropped, I think it was a spider one that dropped that I got. And I saw it pop up, and I'm like, everybody else rolled greed on it. And I'm like, hey, can I can I roll need on that? And they're like, do you have it? No. Like, well, go ahead and roll need. So I rolled need, and I got it. Nice. So then I asked you, hey, do you have this pet? Because I just got this pet. And you're like, yeah, I already got it. I'm like, okay. It's sold on the auction house for 5,000 gold. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a profitable lower dungeon. Yeah. Grief. Yeah. And uh, it was fun, too. And I forget which one it was. Black, lower, backrock, spire, spire, or something probably. like that. Anyhow, um, that's been fun. Did flex reading uh, this week. Our first half of it, it went really smooth. You should have stayed. I was sad that you didn't. I'm sorry. And then we started up a new normal rating group. And that was cool. And they tried to get you on it, but you're just like, no. And we all went, okay. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I said that in I chat didn't know to you. That was the thing. Like in well. The raid leader asked me to ask you. Okay. I probably should have told you that part. Yeah, he did not tell me that part because sometimes they get invited to these things. Yeah. And the raid leader was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I should have mentioned that the raid leader actually told me to invite you. That would have been helpful. You know, hindsight 2020. Okay, you know? yeah, fair enough. But it was kind of funny because in chat, I told you, okay. And then uh-huh. I, I kind of relayed the information to him and he went, okay. <laughs> I was like, weird. That is the same thing I just said. <laughs> so, well... Be, be, let me know that you are invited to that to that team. Okay. Well, so. I need like to get mentally prepared before raiding. That's why I yeah, do the open raid thing. It's that's like, true. I have to plan my work around it. I have to plan my WoW stuff around it. Well, I was about to log off mm-hmm. because whatever happened to our, our world boss tour, it didn't happen. Right. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to give this. Well, the time had expired by the time I was going to give him. And then... Uh, I was trying to get an invite to the raid. I'm like, oh, okay. That, I'll spend a little more time than the 21 minutes it takes us to do the world boss tours, but okay, I'll hang. And so I stayed, and it was fun. We got all the way up to almost the end of the first part, first wing, if you will. Um, Shaw of uh, Pride, is that the last guy in there? Yes. Yeah, almost got to him, right out in front of him. So it was cool. And you know, Okay, last AOE, in, in episode 200, we talked about the mounts, and I was like, there's 63 new mounts in WoW, you know, for Mr. Pandaria, whatever the number was. And I was kind of waiting on someone to call me out on that. The number I gave, by the way, in last show was correct, according to uh, WarcraftPets.com. So I was over there, ready to post that up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, someone's going to say, that number's wrong, and I'm like, no, 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 here it is, count them. And while I was there, I was like, man, these are some pretty cool mounts. And it led to one, and it was, it was the, it's the, the, the ostrich, but it's not an ostrich, but it looks like an ostrich. Hawkstrider? That's the one, yeah. Okay. And, um, and I was looking at it, I was like, that's a pretty cool mount. And I'm like, hey, do you have this mount? And you're like, yeah, it's the whatever rep mount. Yeah, Golden Lotus. Yeah, and so I'm like, wait a minute, I think I'm exalted with them. Why wait, that's not Golden Lotus. That's, if it's, Golden Lotus is not Hawkstrider, but I know what you mean. It, okay, mop rep, regardless yeah. who it is. But, so. A crane. Yeah. It was a mount I didn't have that I that I had like grinded out the rep for, right? And never bought them out. And never See, bought them out. Sad. Or the pets. So I'm like going around and buying mounts and pets. And it's like cool. And it's like, wow, all my gold is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, easy come, easy go. So, you know, happens. And then today it was so cool. I'm I'm back at headquarters, right? And the receptionist up front. She's like, Hey, do you have lunch plans? I was like yeah, I brought a sandwich. She goes, well, she had a sandwich. I was like, okay. She's like, uh, do you want to have lunch together? I was like, sure, well, why not? And so we go back to this little back uh, lab we have in the office there. And she's asking me questions about wow. And I'm like, that's really weird, but okay. And so I'm trying to give her like the the fluffy answer. You know, it's just a game you play online. But it was more. She wanted like this in-depth explanation. Oh. And I was like, okay. And so we started talking about, you know, the trinity of WoW where you have, you know, DPS, healer, and a tank, what a tank was, what a healer, what de- all this kind of definitions and stuff. The difference between uh, like a like a, a quest group or, you know, five man, 10 man, t- you know, 25, 40, all the different, all the way down into rating and the commitments and rating, this huge, long, just, it was like a, a 45 minute explanation of WoW. And she sums it up by going, wow, so um, it's pretty much like another job. I was like, um, 
okay. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like after all that, and so it was uh, like another second job for you. Hmm. So, yeah, that's my day. It's pretty cool, though. It's kind of fun when people ask you about WoW, and then they take a genuine interest in it. I have an email from Scaresome. It says, Ahoy, Root and Freckle. Thanks for the good tip. I started a new character on a new realm. I sent over some of the rep insignias that drop off the war scouts, and my new tune has a quick 100 gold without blinking an eye. I simply vendored them. I also sent over a satchel of exotic mysteries and netted 88 gold in a flask, but the flask won't do me much good. But it's a great way to start and much easier than selling pets. Thanks for the tip on your podcast. Ever faithful, scaresome on Runetome and newly irksome on Shuhalo. So I'm glad you're able to get those uh, tips to use, uh, scaresome. And uh, yeah, it is really frustrating you start a new tune on a new server because if you do want to sell the pets, which you and everybody is tricky, else, but you have to be able to put up enough silver to even. Oh yeah. Put in the auction house. You first start off, you don't even have that money. That's the problem I'm having with Fat Wallet. Yeah. No, not Fat Wallet. Um my monk. Your monk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the little monk the dwarf monk I made. Oh, on our meetup? Yeah. Oh. So I've been trying to do stuff in the auction house. I don't have enough gold you know? to pay it for the auction house <laughs> listing. I'm like, oh poor. <laughs> yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> Yeah, so that that is one uh, kind of unintended consequence, I think, from B- BOAs, is it, it can let you put a little gold on some characters that's might not cool. have some otherwise. I like that. That's, yeah. That was a fantastic tip. So that's awesome. We also have an email from Broadway Blues, who... That was just for him, because I know he's sleeping, right? <laughs> right on the edge of sleep, and he told us that it wakes him up every time we... Every time we do that. Uh-huh. So if we're going to talk about Broadway blues, we'll just do that. Okay. All right. So he says, the blinker fluid bit in the podcast 200 was hilarious and reminded me of a story. I enlisted in the U.S. Air Force right after high school and was shipped out to learn how to work on the venerable B-52 bombers at Barksdale AFB in Louisiana. Keep in mind, I didn't even know how to change the oil in my car, so this was all new to me. My hazing started as soon as it got to Barksdale. Now, when you join up with the military or any government job, really, you're not only learning a new job, but a new language as well. The military loves acronyms. So when I'm fueling up a Dash 60 cart with JP-8 and bringing it to the Buff Balls 22 on X-Ray 4, it all makes sense. The first prank was when the guys in the shop sent me out to find a yard of flight line. When I fell for that, they sent me across the base to a specific hangar to get some K-9P. When I went to the hangar that I was told to go to, I noticed that it was the security forces hangar. I went to the front desk and asked for some K-9P. I was told to sit down, and then a short time later, I was handed a baggie with yellow liquid in it. That's when it hit me. I was just handed K-9P, as in P, from the military dogs. Woof, woof. Needless to say, I was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, 
there's so many things. Air Force, you know, I worked with helicopters, and, and we told people to uh, get prop wash, which is actually like they think it's something to clean the propellers with, and prop wash is actually the air that, that comes down and washes out. Uh. So there's so many things, you know. So like, uh, well, what's another one? Navy does uh, keys to the submarine. You had to go get keys to the submarine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big one in the Navy. Uh. Yeah, so <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Broadway, you have uh, you've you've kept that spirit alive, and you've tried to you know prank someone because I, I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things. My wife gets mad at me. <laughs> it's yeah. the, it's to the point now where if I even start in on something like that uh, with the kids, she just interrupts it. And just no, 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 dad is not being serious. Because <laughs> I'll start in, I'll start yeah. going. It's like, let's go. No, no, dad is not. <laughs> so, yeah, she banned you from scaring her, too. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. she takes heart medicine now. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of can't. So, <laughs> it happens. Doesn't stop you from um, waking her up behind that car being towed. Oh, that was the funniest ever. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that prank done more. I thought I was like all original with it, uh-huh. and now I've seen like video clips and stuff like that on YouTube and and America's Funniest Home Videos. I guess if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, yeah. This is Cold from the Eviscerated Gaming Podcast, and you're about to tune in to one of my favorite shows, Hearthcast. Hi guys, it's Demonic Rick. Congratulations on getting the achievement, reaching level two hundred, and to think. It was 126 episodes ago which I first got involved with you guys. I really enjoyed it. Both hearing your adventures every single week and being a part of those adventures. Clearly you guys are doing something good if Blizzard is kind of stealing the name of the podcast to make a video game out of it. But I guess maybe Hearthstone and Hearthcast aren't too too similar. But anyways... You guys have done a lot of really great work for the community. And you've even recognized other people who have done great work through the Harthy Award. My award for you guys from this blind warlock is a pair of eyeballs. Because what am I going to do with them anyways? I'm a blind warlock. You might need to make use of them when you get a gift package from Amazon of exploding snakes. And one of those snakes come bursting out of the package when you just open them up and poke you in your eye. Bye, guys. Our topic for this episode is new add-ons for a new year. An add-on for a game is basically files you put in your game folder that, in theory, improve your gameplay experience by giving you more information about the environment your character's in or presenting that default information in a different manner. So for the month of January, we're actually doing a series on the new year, and... This week, we're talking about add-ons that can make you feel like you have a new game. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you're looking at add-ons, I mean, you can update the interface for lots of things in the game. Pretty much almost everything. I mean, you can make new frames, new nameplates. You can make a new chat window, a new map and mini-map, quest log, achievements. Lots of things like that. I use uh, Wim. Which is like the little instant messenger for the chat. The pop-up window? Yeah. 
because I don't always pay, well, I never pay attention to the chat box, really. Uh-huh. And so people were getting mad because I wouldn't see their chats to me, their whispers. See, that's why I set up the whispers to go into a new tab. I still wouldn't pay attention to it, though. Well, what it does, it flashes uh, until you respond. That's annoying. I'd might pay attention to that. Yeah. And I like having over in the little tabs. And then I I make all these new tabs, and then I set it up, up so that I only have certain things. I have one tab for guild chats. So I can read that all in one thread. It doesn't get mixed in in general, making it hard to follow. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. That'd be good. I don't have that. I should do that. have all my loot stuff in a separate window. You don't have to scroll back and see anything. You just tab over. Right. Eh, yeah. We have to check that out. Yeah. That's a good idea. It's in the default. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. I just don't have it done right now. Takes a lot of patience. So how do you go about finding new add-ons, Freck? Well, there's always word of mouth, which is, you know, sometimes it can be the best way because you have someone you can vouch for it. You know, asking your guildmates or friends who play WoW about an add-on that they use, something that you have in mind that you wanted to do in the game, and just checking out what they have to say. Yeah, I posted on Twitter and got some good feedback that. I was looking for an add-on yeah. that did something. I asked it on Twitter and got some good feedback. Did you find an add-on that did it? Nope. <laughs> well, at least you know it doesn't exist. <laughs> Not yet. I haven't found it yet, yet. so we'll, we'll get there. you have to write one. Yeah, maybe. Um, when you're looking on Curse or if you're looking on some other add-on um, website, know with Curse you can sort it by the number of likes which is people who have downloaded it, used it, and gone back and said, hey, this is a really good add-on. So seeing how many people have given that on their seal of approval is very helpful in seeing what's legit and what's going to work the best. Yeah, searching by popularity, how many downloads may or may not actually give you the the best feedback. Right. But when people take the time to go back and like something, then it's really worth it. When you do find something that sounds interesting, make sure you read the description thoroughly because sometimes it might sound by the title of it that it's going to do something you want to do and then you read the description it turns out it doesn't there was one i was reading and they had taken over the project and changed it completely it was no longer it didn't do what it said it did no and (laughs) it wasn't the project anymore but the guy had basically hijacked the name basically but you can also find out that some of it there requires an additional add-on it's just a broker or a plug-in for it sure so it requires other stuff yeah you also want to see what latest is updated. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Okay, like there is um, an add-on specifically for the um, little Simon Says game over in Outland. You know, does that really need to be updated with every patch? There's a Simon Says game in Outland? Yeah. Oh. I get out of It's part fast. of the Ogre Law thing. It's, oh, oh, it's super okay, annoying. It's why. this thing on the ground and you have to... Yeah, it's like a little mini game. Huh. Yeah. Check it out one of these days. I don't know. And you have to do it to do part of the Ogre Lock quest, which you have to do to be able to get the Christmas achievement, which you have to get to be able to get the Violet Porter date. So there are a lot of people who use this add-on because <laughs> they get to the point where they're playing Simon Says, and it's like, because it's, it's super annoying. Um, so <laughs> pay attention to the um, updated date, but then kind of balance that out with, um, how extensive the add-on is. You know, you can kind of figure out if it would still be functional or not, even if it hasn't been updated in a while. One of the things I do is read the comments. In particular, I'm looking for how fast the author responds. So someone that submits someone says, hey, I'm having a problem with this. It's doing X, Y, Z. If it's like a week for the author to get back to them, that's probably my limit right there. Okay. I look for more under a week. But if it's like a two-week return... 
then it's like, okay, this author really isn't paying attention to this project. So that will dissuade me from installing that add-on. A lot of times the authors will say, hey, I'm having a problem. I can't get my notifications from Curse, whatever the case might be. And so that's, yeah, it could be legit. So I may give them a little bit of leeway there. But for the most part, if they're not responding within a week, I'm really not interested in the add-on. So, okay, Frank, we get these add-ons. So we're, we're improving our, our, our gameplay, or our experience, rather. And it's looking cool. It's looking new. We just dump them all in a folder and then turn them all on and run and go. What do we do here? Well, you do not want to install more than one add-on at a time. Twelve at a time. No. 15 at a time. <laughs> Wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> because if something's not working, if your game starts to crash, you want to be able to figure out which add-on it was. If, if you've only installed one add-on that day, you just go back and uninstall the, the one that you just did. If you install five, and all of a sudden your game crashes, you know, you're going to have a hard time figuring out which one it is. You have to do a lot of unnecessary troubleshooting. 12 at a time, I'm telling you. No? No. no? Okay. I've got this thing called the add-on control panel. Ooh. All right. That means I don't have to leave the game <laughs> to not turn on and turn on or off an add-on. Oh, I need that. You need this. Wait, this is an add-on for your add-ons. It's, it's an add-on for <laughs> your add-ons. That's called add-on control panel. Heard you like add-ons. <laughs> <laughs> so here's an add-on for your add-ons. Yeah. <laughs> so with the add-on control panel, basically it sits there and you can turn on and off just by checkbox on and off what add-ons are being um, just on the fly loaded for your character. So you don't need to go to even, you don't need camp, you don't need anything, just boom, right there. Well, speaking of add-on for your add-ons, you want to check out broker underscore CPU memory. This is a broker plugin, so you will need a broker of some type to display it. Like chocolate bar. Like chocolate bar. Um, but what it does is it tells you how much of your CPU each add-on is taking up because you might get something that sounds fantastic and it's just a lot of what you want to do and then you get in a game and it's just slowing it down or just really taking up too much memory and you know may- maybe making it not worth it. One of my pet peeves with add-ons is when you get an add-on that does too much. So instead of being an add-on that you got because it does X, it's an add-on that does X, but it also does this, this, this. It has nothing to do with the original core concept of that add-on. When I was researching uh, the nameplates for you a couple weeks ago, I was going through several different nameplate add-ons, and one of them looked really cool. But it did so much other non-nameplate-related stuff that I ended up not being able to use it. It... uh wanted to replace the sounds that the Death Knight Death Grip did with a different sound. But like some comic sound. No. <laughs> and and then it wanted to put a line between me and whoever had aggro on me. Like it drew a line between me and, and the boss. It's like it kept doing more and more stuff. I'm like, no. I and so it ended up just getting rid of it because it was so much wasted overhead that I just you just don't need it. You'd want the add on to do what the add on does, not everything else. There are some add-ons that I have that I just kind of tweak and say, okay, you just do handle this. And while you both kind of do part of this or you both could do the same thing, I let add-on A do it and add-on B not do it type of stuff. But before you launch your game after you've installed the add-on is to find what the slash command is. Yeah. Because a lot of them will have a slash command instead of it being accessible through the interface menu. You mean you go interface add-ons 
And half the ones I have aren't listed because you have to use a slash command. So that means if I get into the game and now it's like blowing up my screen doing something crazy and need to know how to turn off a feature, if I don't know what that slash command is, you know, I'm going to be really frustrated. So you want to find that in the description. Or if you can't find the description, go to the forum page for it and see if it's listed there before you launch the game. A lot of times the add-ons will add themselves like a little mini-map button. Oh, I hate that. I hate buttons on my mini-map. I do too. That's why I have the mini-map button frame add-on that takes all the, the, the buttons that are supposed to be in your mini-map that they add on to it okay. and it puts it in its own little frame. Oh, that's cool. And you can move that anywhere you want. You can collapse it. You can just wherever you want. So you end up with just the default ones with, that come with well on your mini-map if those are still there. Just all the ones that the add-ons want to put on there, those are gone and taken over to the little mini-map button frame. And then that you can put anywhere on your UI that you want. So you may need to check that one out too there, Freck. I will do that. <laughs> Just like I'm going to go to Dark One Fur. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> so you got to remember that add-ons, you can use them to fine-tune WoW to be just the way you want it to be. Like I know when I am, I'm, I'm in my mining mode and I'm going to go out and mine resources, then I've got add-ons that I turn on to go mine with. You know, Bloodhound 2, different ones that I use. But when I'm not mining, I don't need that data. So I turn all those off. So I kind of have those going on and off on the fly. It's kind of like DBM. I only turn on DBM when I'm in an encounter. I don't need it if I'm running around somewhere. You know, if I'm going to go raid, I'll turn it on. If I'm questing or doing whatever, I don't need that, so I turn it off. But GTFO will help you anywhere. Yes, it will. I think that came up in uh, in our raid group the other night where a guy kept dying. I'm like, do, yeah. you, do you have this add-on? Do you know this add-on <laughs> exists? This add-on, you need, everybody needs that add-on. So, did you notice that in um, one of the encounters in Siege of Orgrimmar, when you go in and get the conveyor belt? the goblin? Belt, the conveyor belt? Yeah. One, they practically use the Black same food. sound. I know. I think they did on purpose. <laughs> I think they did too. Because I'm like, what am I, I'm not standing in anything. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, I changed my, my, my GTFO sound. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know they're not exactly the same, but they're close enough. That that it got my attention. So I don't know. I'm like Pavlovian programmed with well, that noise, yeah. and I I don't. I think if I changed it, I would just ignore it. Do you think if that was a ringtone on your phone, you'd jump? Like, Probably. Start <laughs> <laughs> <So> running around. <laughs> if it was my alarm, I'd just ignore it. No, you wouldn't. See, like if in, whatever I pick for my alarm sound. I eventually just learned to completely ignore it. <laughs> so I have to change it every month or so. That's bizarre. I don't hear my wife's alarm. She doesn't hear mine. Yeah, same with me. Eh. Yeah. How about that? One word of warning here, though, with add-ons. Don't get too dependent on it that you need it to play the game. Because if they quit making an add-on, and basically if you've learned to play your class with an add-on, and that add-on goes away. Oh, true. Then you, because you haven't really learned your class, you've learned to play your class with an add-on. Well, that's kind of why I stopped healing, is because I was using Healbot, and then I don't know people started hating on Healbot or something, and I was like, "Well, I should do something else." And I was like, "I don't want to do something else. I just stop playing." <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I can get yeah. you. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. So just make sure you know your class before you get add-ons. True. That's all. 
Good enough. Good stuff. And if they'll you, break every patch, too. That is true. Well, yeah. Everything. That's why I tend to stay away from patch days. Just wait. Yeah. Especially expansion. Just wait. <laughs> no, not expansions. I have to be there with the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and experience the misery and the joy. <laughs> this place looks good. How do you play this game again? <laughs> exactly. I had an issue similar to that the other day when I was trying to fly without a mouse. I'm like, how you fly up and down? <laughs> How do you fly with the? Key- I don't know how people fly with keyboards. I had to ask somebody in our guild. I'm like, how do you? How do you control this thing with a keyboard? Right. What happened to your mouse? I just didn't have it with me. Oh. I was I was uh, managing an overnight installation, and Ooh. during a portion of the time, I was able to log into the game on my uh, laptop. I see. Because <laughs> I got to sit in the manager's office, <laughs> and I said, "Sit there on this side of the desk," so they couldn't see my my monitor. <laughs> That is awesome. So, but I couldn't fly. So, couldn't fly. No. Nope. Well, I figured it out, but it was just difficult. It was like X and D or something or whatever. X and S. I don't know what it was. I think it's W. Something. I don't know. Well, you could fly with like, like around, you could use a cursor keys, but then like vertical and uh, ascending and descending was, was my issue was having. See, I can't even think how I, I know I do it, but I can't tell you right now. I'm pretty sure it's I'd X. I'd have to just do it. I don't know. No, X would be down. Yeah, like descending. Oh, descending. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, anyhow, one of those weird things. Um, try it. Well, just try it when you get home. And then I wonder how people do that. I'm like, how, how do you? But anyhow, if you guys have your favorite add-ons, let us know. Hit us up on our Facebook page. We would love to see you there. Get ready to play Hearthcast AOE, the game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. All right, for second episode of Season 6 and consecutively the second game of Hearthcast AOE, we have Synergy from Vote to Kick with us. What is going on with you? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? We're doing really good. How about you? Very good. However, when you called me, both my versions of Skype came up and answered, so it messed everything up. That was but anyways, really yeah, <laughs> you hanging up on us. I, I I like you guys. I wouldn't hang up on you at all. I don't know. I'll say I, that. I think you. <laughs> I think you hung up on Freck. I don't know. I got a bone to pick with Freckle. Oh what? Yeah, last game you won, and I got to I got to make sure I uh, episode two hundred you won. I got to I got to avenge that loss. Oh boy, <laughs> man, my questions are never going to get used, are they? Oh, <laughs> my questions so, are good though. Are gotcha. they? So I guess that answers that question that you're going to play against Freckleface, then, huh? Yeah, there was nothing. It was just going to happen anyway. So I mean, there's nothing I can. No do question, no. No, not at all. Doing heroic mode. All right. Well, Freck, you may uh, see yourself out. Of our non-soundproof booth of a studio. Are you going to text her like you did last time? I don't have to. She didn't leave. She's just jamming out with her Hello Kitty oh, headphones on. So <laughs> That's awesome. Will not need to do that. So the questions are um, are all WoW-related this, this week. That's uh, It's new for us. <laughs> First part can be from the Free Starter Edition, and the second part is not going to be about the Free Starter Edition. So let's get this started. Your time, sir, starts now. What is the max level in the free starter edition of WoW that a character can reach? 
Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it is two zero twenty. Question number two: What is the max currency in the free start edition of WoW that a character may carry with them? Ooh, I want to say mm, a thousand gold, maybe a thousand gold. Question number three: What is the max trade skill level in the free start edition that a uh, player may obtain? Let's see, 20, so I'm just going to go by 5, we'll say 100. Oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, 150. Question number 4. Not including the price of the base game of WoW, how much does the Mist of Pandaria Standard Edition cost? Um, right now or during the sale? I don't know if they're having the sale right now, but if it's if it's just the base price, it's going to be... 39. Okay. And question number five, not including the price of the base game of WoW, how much does the MOP Digital Deluxe Edition cost? Uh, Digital Deluxe. Uh, I want to say 59. And time. I did that pretty quick. Very cool. That was pretty quick. Hey Frank. <laughs> she she has a stuffed monkey that she uses to she wipes the monkey's butt on her monitor screen to clean. <laughs> so I'm gonna touch I'm gonna I'm not touching the monkey's butt. I'm going to throw the monkey. I'm gonna lightly toss the monkey at Freckleface so that she Oh, it worked. <laughs> did you wake her up? I did. That's awesome. <laughs> she just said you threw the monkey at me. <laughs> And now she's plugging her headset back in. Hi, Fred. Hi. How are you? How are you doing? How's your monkey? Well, I guess that was the softest thing within reach. So you're forgiven. <laughs> Good luck, Fred. Thanks. <laughs> Not going to ask how I did or anything. Just go right into it. No, I don't know. All right, Frank, uh, these questions all come from WoW. Well, WoW related. Okay. Awesome. Um, the first part of it has to do with the free starter edition, and the second part does not. The what? Free starter edition of what WoW. What does that mean? The free starter edition of WoW? Free starter edition. Of WoW. What does that mean? It's where you can get the game <laughs> for free. <laughs> Just like vanilla? No. But not vanilla. Yeah, like... Basic WoW? Yeah, like the free okay, edition. Okay, wait. The first part of the questions have to do with that, and yeah. the second part don't? Yeah. Are you going to tell me which ones don't? It'll be obvious. Okay. All right, you ready? I guess... And your time starts now. What is the max level in the free starter edition of WoW that a character can reach? 20. Question number two. What is the max currency in the free starter edition of WoW that a character can carry? 100 gold. Question number three. What is the max trade skill level in the free starter edition of WoW that a character can obtain? Fifty. Question number four. Not including the price of the base game of WoW, how much does the Mista Pandaria Standard Edition cost? Now with the discount? Now today, no discount. Uh, wait, no discount. Yeah, the price that was today in the armory. Uh, fifteen dollars. Not including the price of the base game of WoW, how much does the Mop Digital Deluxe Edition cost? Forty. In time. Wow. 
How are you feeling there? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Feeling pretty uh, good? This is going to be good. It doesn't matter who wins, Freckleface. You still rock in my book. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready for some answers here? Yay. Can I ask you guys questions about WoW, specifically about the free starter edition, and then about the cost of the WoW game itself in its current state? First question I ask you guys is, what is the max level in the free starter edition of WoW that a character can obtain? Synergy, you said 20. Freckleface, you said 20 quite decisively as well. The correct answer is 20. Yay! So you guys split the points on that one. Second question I asked you is, what is the max currency in the free start edition of WoW that a character can carry? Synergy, you said 1,000 gold. Freckleface, you said 100 gold. The correct answer is 10 gold. Oh! So Freck gets the points. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) The third question I asked you guys is, what is the max trade skill level in the free start edition of WoW that a character can obtain? Synergy, you did some pretty cool math. You came up with 150. I want to know about this cool math. It was cool math. <laughs> All right. I may remind you that your initial guess was 100. Freckleface, you said 50 with no math whatsoever. <laughs> now I feel bad. There's no math involved in your guess. You know, if he, if he says 100, I'm just going to go crazy. <laughs> uh, go crazy because the correct answer is 100. <laughs> However, you are both equally far away from it, so you uh, split the points. Wow. Cool. And then I said, we switched over here to the uh, the cost of, of the game. I said, not including the price of the base game of WoW, which is $19.99, today's price, no discounts. I said, how much does the MOP Standard Edition cost? Frack, you said 15 bucks. Synergy, you said $39, even. The correct answer is... Thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, synergy with the points. Oh, they're not doing the. Um... Nope. Oh, <laughs> I so, guess I'm a few weeks behind on that. <laughs> <laughs> then I follow that up with how much does the Mob Digital Deluxe Edition cost? Synergy, you said fifty nine dollars even. Freck, you said forty dollars. The correct answer is fifty nine ninety nine. Synergy with the points were total. Of Synergy with 10 points and Freckleface with 5. Congratulations, you won Hardcast AOE. Do you feel vindicated? Uh, I'm doing it for the people. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Synergy, tell us a little bit about what is going on with you guys over at Vote to Kick. Well, right now we're doing a, a really big recruiting, not not say recruiting for everybody, but recruiting uh, for our friends that want to come and play uh, Warlords of Draenor when it comes out. So we're kind of, we moved over our guild uh, from Alliance Argent Dawn over to Rune Totem Horde side. Uh, and that was a pretty, pretty, pretty big thing to do, especially trying to keep this, uh, the remaining people, but also all the money for the transfers. <laughs> were you guys able to take advantage of the discounts that, that Blizzard offers for guild transfers? We were. We were, were able to do that, which was very, very cool. But, you know, I mean, let's let's throw an example. Drathan, um, he has about 50 characters 
that are all really high level. So him bringing all them people over are kind of hard for him to do. But um, it's been a, a trying sentiment. But I know in the past I've had a lot of friends that have also played World of Warcraft, um, and they are excited also about Warlords of Draenor. Uh, so they're going to be coming all over also. I think we've had a, seven additional friends in the past that actually weren't in the guild and weren't playing with me before because but because of this cross-realm uh the abilities that you can do cross realm now. Um, we have a lot of other friends that are playing with us now, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. That is very very cool. And how can people find you online? Um, anybody can find us. You can find us online on Vote to Kick uh, Facebook page, which is uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Vote to Kick. You can uh, go to our Twitch page at Twitch TV. Uh, we do our podcast, our video cast podcast, whatever live um, at Twitch TV forward slash vote to kick um and then you can also get us on uh twitter you can tweet us at uh, vote to kick awesome and that's vote the number two kick that's correct awesome well thank you for uh for handing freckle face her first defeat of the season yeah and my pleasure we do it for the people well if i was gonna be handed it to by anyone it'd have to be you oh so. you're my homie <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it to the meetup again tomorrow. I will oh. be actually going to a friend's house who just uh, had a baby. We're going to go celebrate with them over Bring there. the baby to the meetup. But they're all the way in Brevard County. I'm driving oh, over man. to like Rockledge, you know? Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Thanks for being around. Like us at Facebook.com slash HearthCast. Hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you. So this is a beware kind of tip here. Buyer beware. Buyer beware. Indeed, it is a buyer beware situation. It's something I ran across. And take this as you will. Um, I'm not going to try the scam. And I'm not necessarily calling it a scam per se, but I already said the word. Um, Anyhow, let me tell you how this thing works. It says trick in the outline. It does say trick. And I call it a resource push. It's the only way I can kind of figure out how to describe what's going on. So basically, I saw a bunch of ghost iron bars listed on our auction house for over 250 gold a stack. Expensive. Oh, yeah. They usually go for like, what, 100 or so? Yeah. A little more? Maybe, maybe little yeah, maybe like 140. Yeah. That's typically the price. These things are like 250 gold. I'm like, that is stupid expensive. So, Mealy, what is the first thing I think? Put up ghost iron bars for cheaper. Right. So I'm thinking I need to meet some some resources here. I need some okay. ghost iron ore to make myself some ghost iron bars to get to get in on this thing and oh, cash gotcha. in, right? Okay. So I'm like looking at myself, man, I don't have enough ghost iron bar uh, ore to do this. Let me check the auction house. The auction house has ghost iron ore, a bunch of them at eighty gold a stack. Expensive? Yeah. <laughs> now I know in our auction house on a good day, I can buy ghost iron ore for about eighty gold a stack. So I immediately jump on the auction house because I don't have enough stock. I jump on the auction house. 95 gold a stack for uh, Ghost Iron Ore. That's expensive. But I'm thinking to myself. But not as expensive as the bars. Right. So I'm thinking I can still turn a profit here. Okay. You know, I can buy these, combine them. 95 times two is not 250. I can still make some money. Right. Thank you. 190. It's hard math. (laughs) (laughs) Carry the one. (laughs) But it's still profitable. There's still a profit margin there, and it falls within my limited or my uh, my little realm of profit. I'm like, I can do this. But I was like, wait a minute. Let me see what's going on here. So I go over to Wow Auction. If you haven't been there, you got to check out the website. 
It's wow and then auction, like no A. It's not wow auction, it's wow auction. So I go there and I do find that that is a huge spike on on uh, the ghost iron uh, bars. They should not be anywhere in that realm. It is, like we said before, down in about 140, not the 250 mark. Likewise, it's a huge spike on our uh, ghost iron ore. So I just sit back and watch. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to play this. I'm going to sit back and watch. So notice the person who had their auctions up for the ghost iron uh, ore, all their auctions sold pretty quickly. And then there's like a huge influx of people undercutting the 250 gold, but not by a lot <laughs> for the ghost iron bars. And then they stayed there on the auction house for like a day or two. They weren't moving. So when you dissect this, what happens here is a guy goes in and goes, okay, on tune A, I'm going to go post ghost iron bars at 250 gold. On tune B, I'm going to go post ghost iron ore at 95 for a stack. Then people come in and they do the math. The one, you know, what did you say, 190? Yeah. <laughs> so they think, okay, I can easily turn, you know, 60 gold profit sure. here. So they buy that. And he just sold a bunch of, in other words, the object this guy had, the objective of his mission was to sell ghost iron ore by inflating the price of ghost iron bars. Interesting. Because that's what it takes. You need the ghost iron ore to make the ghost iron bars. So when he- It seems like a lot of steps because if the lowest price for bars was 250, wouldn't people still buy that anyways? I mean, people always need ghost iron bars. Yeah, but ghost iron bars go for like- 100 gold less than that on a normal day on our server. Yeah, but... So they weren't buying. People were just listing ghost iron bars. Ah. Uh. <laughs> it was just a mass list of them. And then they came back and they're selling at normal price. So all this guy did was super inflate the, the, the price, not even a value, the price of the ghost iron bars, causing the resource to, to skyrocket. Now, the only person who makes some money on that is a person who does this little trick. You got to be on the ground floor on this deal. You go in, you jack the prices up on the on whatever resource is made, and then you push up the resources for that at an inflated rate. Those will sell. So I guess on that, the, the big moral here is know what your prices are on your server and don't get caught. I almost got caught up in hype. But then I would have been one of the suckers you know, <laughs> who bought the ore. The expensive ore. And then... Created my my bars and, and they would have been at a loss because yep. the price would have gone down. Yep, you would have spent more than you would have gotten exactly. Back. Yeah, yep. Well, good thing you uh, skipped out on that one. Yeah, just I almost did. I was almost yeah. like, oh, I'm making money. I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> In gaming headlines this week, Blizzard announces a Trojan in the wild. They can actually steal your authentication token. Oh no! It's true. I uh, was. This is a blue post from about last week. However, this is a key logging Trojan that Blizzard has confirmed the existence of. That is capable of grabbing not only your username and password, but also your the the information you enter in your authenticator. Uh, this is called Disker, by the way. Or if you have a 64-bit computer, it is the Disker 64. So you can actually search and see if that's running to see if you have this Trojan. Disker, D-I-S-K-E-R. Now, in Blizzard's official post, Blizzard is saying they don't know of anything that can clean this uh, Trojan. However, 
I think that's because Blizzard can't say that there's something that cleans. In other words, they cannot do a product endorsement uh, on there. Personally, I use a SpyBot Search and Destroy, Malwarebytes, and Microsoft Defender, probably uh, in that order. I use them all three. And an additional program I use for Windows is called Revo Uninstaller Pro. It's like a $40 thing if you buy it. And Revo Uninstaller Pro, the cool thing about it is you tell it what you're looking for. It does deep system scans and cleans. And here's the cool part about it, I like it. Once you see that you want to uninstall something, you click uninstall, right? Not only does it uninstall the program, it then comes back and goes, okay, do you want to continue searching for anything this program might have left behind? Oh, that's good. And I would say a high 90 percentile percentage of the time, like in the high 90s, it finds additional junk that the program left behind. Really? Registry key, orphan files, executables. So this is like a clean and exfoliating as well. Okay. Yes, we'll <laughs> we'll go that route. <laughs> Complete with hand motions for our <laughs> podcast listeners. <laughs> Were you paying attention last week on our list? <laughs> so, no, it's it's really cool. It really does a good job. Uh, you can get the free version. It's not crippled in any way except for the amount of times you can use it, the amount of, of length of time you can use it. Uh, you can get like a free month. But it's $40. I get it uh, every time. If I go to someone's location and they have spyware, they're buying it. So look for Disker uh, running in, in one of your processes. Um, or Disker 64, like I said. And then hopefully you don't have that. It's one of those things where, you know, as soon as a, a better mousetrap is built, then, you know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you get yeah. a better mouse mm-hmm. or whatever. I destroyed that analogy, but you know <laughs> what I mean, you know. I don't know how many times I've opened up uh, Spybot Search and Destroy. I think I'm going to play a game for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it sound fun? <laughs> now that you mention it, I have never thought of it that way. But now I don't think I'll ever be able to think of it any other way than that. Spybot, whoa! <laughs> you know, when we went to the uh, uh, Player One for the WoW meetup group, and they had Spy Hunter. Ooh! And uh, man, I used to spend hours and hours playing that that game. And I lasted about eight minutes before I'm like, I can't play this game anymore. <laughs> it was free, too. That was, oh, I was so disappointed. It was a little crowded. And loud. And loud, yeah. But you know what they say if it's too loud? Um, What? You're too old. Really? Yeah. Oh. You did Dance Dance Revolution or whatever that was. That was... um. Dance It Up? No. Just Dance? Something with a connect. Maybe just dance. No, not just dance. Everybody dance. Dance fever. Something. Dance floor hurricane. No. Nobody else wanted to dance. I was sad. <laughs> I ain't dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I think grades do too. Does it? That's yeah. the worst. What'd you get? I don't know. Not that great though. <laughs> like you can tell a little circle goes green and you're doing well. Oh, and yeah. 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 Try harder. Yeah. Dance Tell- better. <laughs> Don't judge Get me. Get some more rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> it's interpretive. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode number 201 of HearthCast Complete with urine jokes this week. If you'd like to play rounds of HearthCast AOE like Synergy did today. And beat Freckleface. Just let us know. 
We need about 20 minutes of your time between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time Zone on any, any given Thursday. Remember, you don't have to be exactly right to win. Just got to be closer. Yeah, you know, Synergy was only off by 99 cents on a couple of those That's questions. True. Yeah, that was that was good. That was good. Yeah. You you're like bargain basement hunting wow prices. <laughs> I'm like a week I'm still in like Christmas time. I know. That's Christmas why I checked. Prices. That's why I checked. So. Yeah. Hey, special thanks going out to my buddy Hoofit over on Deathwing. Uh, he hooked me up with this really cool Star Wars game in Steam. Uh my Steam account is Hearthcast Root, by the way. <clears throat> hint hint. <laughs> um it's a it's a pinball game for Star Wars. And uh so I, I got it and I started playing it last night. I'm like, this is really cool. It's a very, very good game. And then, like, when I was getting, like, my score or whatever, and then it tells you, like, what hoof it. It tells me what what his top score on that table is. But not only does it tell me what his top score is, it tells me how much I need to get more. Like, you only have 10 million points to go. It's like, I'm never going to get that. So it's like, <laughs> at this point, only having played the table three times, maybe, it's rather discouraging. <laughs> like, I'm never going to get 10 million points. It never happened. But it's still something, you know, it's cool. It's just a little creepy that I know what he got on the table. <laughs> you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Email podcast at hearthcast.com. Tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root over at hearthcastroot. Like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to all of our friends over at OpenRaid for everything they do. Find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface from HearthCast.com.